We're live here from Columbus on our first ever tried and true road trip. And I'm going to focus on the positives, guys. We were able to travel for this game, which we is awesome. We scored three times today. <laughs> And we also <laughs> scored three times as we welcome you in to Tried and True, the DC United postgame podcast presented by Heineken. I'm John Lee, back from my sabbatical, <laughs> joined this week by Sam Kastner, Joshua Morgan. Michael Black's on leave this week. We allow one game a season, I guess. Yeah, he, he's, he went to the drive-in today, if I'm not mistaken. I, I'm sure that was super He might have been closer to the action than we were. <laughs> <laughs> we were deep, deep in Matt Free, or I guess historic Crew Stadium now. But it, it was a fun time, and, and we got to see the game from like the the long side of the field instead of the supporter section like normal. Yeah. We might have a little bit more tactical analysis for you, you guys, guys today. talking around a lot. It was like watching for, Sam, just roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It was like watching from the corner kick camera <laughs> yeah. for the whole game. I will say, you know, we mentioned this a little bit on Twitter. It was tough this week going into this game because, you know, COVID obviously still has restrictions at most stadiums. Columbus opted to not have a dedicated away section. And so our seats were pretty close to the Nordeck, like directly above it. But we got lucky. The people around us were awesome. We had a good time, some good banter. Um, it was fun. Yeah, we'll get to a specific moment in the match. We started getting a little feisty with the crowd, and and that backfired on us. But spectacularly. But like Sam said, Horribly. we're kind of dancing around the, the subject. DC United lose today. Yeah. 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 DC United dropped uh, three three one today, and I'll tell you, we didn't think the team could get any thinner, and then it, and warmups. Joe Mora goes down, and it did. Brandon Hines like shows up yesterday with a black eye. Unclear how that happened. He didn't travel. Apparently, yeah, in train. I, we hope. I, I don't know. I assumed. And, yeah, I'm not sure. And then Mora went down in warmups. It was like, uh, it was after the national anthem when I saw that on Twitter. Like, uh, oh, okay. So uh, Perez slotted in there. And, you know, one of the bright spots is at least Ola Kamara was available to travel. And he got some minutes today. And, and I'll tell you, I, th- I think that was one of the bright spots today was Ola Kamara getting is some it? minutes and finding the back of the net. Is it? Look, I I made the the whole thing, and this is way early in the show to start talking about whether Ola Kamara deserves to play or not. But investing minutes, gosh knows, with all the injuries, we we've had the chance to invest minutes in a lot of players early in the season. Uh, some some good, some bad from returns from that. But uh, Ola comes on for a very short stint and does what he was brought here to do. Yeah, he yeah. found the back of the net. And that's what we needed to see. We didn't see enough of it last year, but it's good to see. Look, we'll take we'll take any sort of goal. I mean, what I saw from DC United throughout this entire game was a much more patient and, and at times a much more confident side than I think we've seen this season, which was nice to see. They, they, by no means did Columbus dominate this game at all. I, I think DC United were in it the whole time. They shot themselves in the foot with – Two own goals, Jesus. <laughs> in it the whole time. It's hard th- to say with a straight face. Yeah, in it the whole time. I think I think is a stretch. I think for the middle part of the game, so kind of the second half, the second part of the first half, and the first part of the second half, I think were where we saw our most promising chances and where we had the oh, most man. build up and the most. You could see. I thought the first we ten minutes we were for. on fire. Really? I thought we came out of the gate flying. We had a lot. We had a lot of chances at the beginning. Perhaps. But either way, I, I mean, there was definitely. We don't, the, we don't have to debate over when we were good. We were good at points in this game, right? And, and I, I think that's. We didn't deserve the point. to lose 3 1, absolutely. Agreed. And yeah. I mean, let's. Yeah, it, it was 
super frustrating. I felt like we were really in it. And then the first own goal happened and I turned around and I said, I think we're out of it. I don't think we can come out. And then we, we scored one and you mentioned it. We had kind of two sections turning around and trying to like chat nonsense at us. And I feel like I was holding us down. I was, you know, chatting back. Everyone was chatting back. Sam was trying to throw down. Sam was at the forefront of all (laughs) (laughs) of every kind of shit. And then what, like a minute later we scored against ourselves and everyone turned around and I, I, I couldn't really say anything because what do you say when you've scored against yourselves twice? Yeah, it's super frustrating. We were, and I think it's most frustrating because we were better than that. I don't think I would be as frustrated if Columbus had just straight outplayed us or if it was a one, one tie, right? Like there were a lot of situations in which I feel like I wouldn't be as mad as I am now. But the fact that I, I felt like this game more so than any other game, except potentially the home opener, I saw the moments where you could see that the team knew what they were doing. They knew the passes that they were supposed to make and they knew the runs and the plays that they were supposed to be making. And those were starting to come to something potentially. And then all of a sudden we kind of shoot ourselves in the foot two times. And I just, I mentally cannot get past how sad I am that that happened. It's frustrating, but you have to look at the positives in the sense that we still have a starting 11 plus a growing bench of players unavailable right now, right? And when you look at that and you look at the available players for today, I thought we played pretty well. You know, I think I, I give a lot of credit to Perez's performance today. Sam, I think you feel differently. I absolutely feel differently. But I, I would argue, I mean, he's he was slotted in a position that is probably not in his top five or six I, I places tweeted, on the field. I tweeted this out. He's a Golden Boot Major Indoor Soccer League winner. Like the opposite of that is a left wing back yeah. in MLS. Like it, it is a tough <laughs> task okay, for him. But today. if Bill I mean played forward, we wouldn't be like, well, I don't know. Like that's not his position. Like we you'd be mad that he wasn't well. I would. I would be. We would. I don't know if you would. No, I would be mad that he wasn't doing well. Obviously, okay. Let's whatever. Perez is obviously yes, showing I, something in no, practice. No, let me finish. He's obviously showing something in practice that means that he can play that position. We had other defensive no, players on the bench. Who would you have started? But it wasn't the intention. Mike Shields. Mora, Mora warmed up yeah, and, and was going to thing. start at the left wing back spot. And it was an injury in the warm up. Okay, but you can't say, oh, we can't blame this forward for not playing well because obviously he has shown better and Lasada saw I, I, I something think, that made him think he would do better I, I really than think, someone like Mike DeShields who grew up being a defender, right? So oh, I man. can be critical then of his play, of the fact that he, of the situation, was the best person who was going to start in that position, and you, he did not play well. You can't also, say, I'm not critical of his defensive play. I'm critical that he couldn't make a pass to DC United today. You can't you can't be critical of Perez for showing enough in training that Lasada started him, and then not be critical uh, uh, of Shields for not showing enough to start above Perez at left wing back. Clearly, DeShields is not ready to play there. I thought Perez, for the major indoor soccer league, Golden Boot winner, did a decent job at left wing back. Again, we didn't concede any goals from really the run of play. We scored, <laughs> we conceded Twice on ourselves. two <laughs> own goals and a free kick from Zellerian, who that that's occasionally going to happen in the season. Which I also think, how do we talk about this game? Do we talk about this game as a 3-1 loss or do we talk about this game as like a 1-1 draw and 
that we also just happened to score twice against. Yeah, we talk about it as a three-one loss because that's that's. But what it happened. wasn't a three. It, it it is, but it wasn't. They didn't score against us three times. There weren't three breakout plays that Columbus had that scored against us. I think we were pretty much in the game, and a one-one draw would have been very fair. I think for this matchup. Oh, this is so fun! I, I watched the MLS <laughs> Cup last year, and, and Columbus so came, Columbus came. Columbus came out and, and just dominated against Seattle. One three nothing. It was very clear that Columbus was the better prepared team. They knew what they were doing. They were executing better. I, I you couldn't say the same tonight uh, or today, you know, because it's one thirty. But uh, for for the kickoff, but I, I I don't think DC United was clearly outmatched and, and outmanned and outplanned. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I think we have what twelve. 13, 14, 15 players on the injury list. And, and yeah. that was very, very clear in the back line. When your back line is putting more goals in the net than they're actually conceding, there's problems there. And, and it's easy to see. We, we're, we're starting a guy that's like uh, John says 97, but he's like <laughs> actually like 33, 34. Uh, I'm never going to live that down, am I? Uh, that, that's blast, uh, slander, at least. Uh, and then Alfaro, like we weren't even sure if he was up to this level. Nahar... I was the main critic. I thought that played pretty well. He today. played pretty well today. I, he, look, they did a. De- they're doing a great job at filling in, right? But but I think this result and, and the other results, the one own goal against New England, and, and even you know last week, I think with the better back line, those problems get solved. We don't have yeah. our defenders putting. They, they put it above the crossbar instead of under the crossbar. Uh, and, and so, but that's what I mean is how do we look at this game like are we I mean we're a post game show right like that was the intention of our show is that we're super emotional coming into this so we're really sad about this result but in a couple days are we going to say we got one right they scored one against us on a free kick that I can't comment on because I was in the restroom but <laughs> like how do we feel about do we feel I like you were the bar for that I'm glad you cleared that up for us no well, I, well, I cursed in the restroom <laughs> next to a Columbus crew woman and she well, looked at me and I said you guys just scored like she didn't know I heard the chanting though we'll, we'll get into that one because I want to break down My that and, okay. and the whole floor thing but uh I think I'm gonna side with John here look and and he tweeted out a spicy tweet about like what is Lasada ball doing uh, I understand. I am so wasn't quite the tweet, but I, 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 no, 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 no. We are <laughs> so all over the place, we are right? <laughs> so bought in on on Lasada Ball and and the process that it's going to take to get there. But but are we willing to lose week in and week out to get there? Maybe eventually. Like, Wait, no, 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 no. That's the question. So, You're right, but we talked about this on the way up. Is that someone like Philly was bad for years, right? And, like, even Columbus was not good for a really long time, and now they're playing really well. So you cannot expect to sign a new coach who has a completely different system and just be good that day. Unless in MLS, unless you're signing, like, a Zlatan-level player, and even they weren't good, but he was scoring every single game, right? So it it depends upon what you want from your team. Do you want them to play well, or do you just want to spend a lot of money and score and sign one good player? And that's not what DC United's doing. Well, so it's going to take a minute to understand the system and be good. Yeah. So I, I'm glad you brought this up, right? Cause I, I do want to have the, the chance to kind of address what I was trying to say and, and apparently not getting my point across very well. I, I'm definitely bought it on the Lasada system, right? Like, DC United were on a path where we needed to change things dramatically. We needed to bring in a new culture. We needed to change the way we do business. And, you know, Lasada said it for the past few press conferences that it's it's not just on the field. It's, you know, all the departments need to make changes to get to where he wants to go. 
and I'm I'm fully on board with that. The the question that I'm teasing out is is the bar perhaps a little bit too high today in May of 2021 and that is inhibiting us from getting some points right now that we're going to regret later this season. But, we don't have hold on because I I think where I'm concerned is some of these players could be available. Ola Kamara might not be able to play 90 minutes, but he probably could have played more than 15. And I wonder how many other players on this roster are in the same same category. Paul. I, I think Paul Ariola is probably Paul there. has he said, said himself. Yeah. No, yeah, so he said himself. Any player is gonna say I want to play all ninety uh, minutes and I think I'm there. Landon Donovan said that he thought that he could start for the World Cup team and he had been cut, right? So you can't always trust the player's opinion. Agreed. So my point is if it's gonna take ten say ten games to be really good and then we play really well for the next twenty six, right? Well that's is exactly that acceptable? The question. Or or do we incremental you know, we get some points from the first five and then we get like maybe like one or two more from the next 12 and then we get like maybe some more. Like, are we going to incremental the bar or are we just going to say this is the bar and if you don't meet it, you're not playing? And I'm almost more okay with that because also you have to take into account the expectation Lasada is setting. And he is setting the expectation that this season – all he wants is for this team to learn his system. He's not saying that we're going to make the playoffs. He's not saying that we're going to be in any type of races. He's saying, I want the team to make this system. I want every single player to be able to meet my bar. And then next season, when everyone has already met my bar, that's when you're going to see us fly. Yeah. And th- that is what we can expect from this team. And I'm super okay with that. That's what we hope, right? I don't want to cut you off, but we're losing games. Every week now. We are four games in. And we've lost the last three. Okay, but we're four games in. We're not 12 games in and we haven't won Right, but but, so everyone goes to the Seattle second half season uh, when this argument comes up. Like, when do you need to be good in the second half of the season? But Seattle, when they're like bad and people are like, oh, is it going to go bad? They're like on the playoff line when that happens. Right. Right. And then they sign a player and then they win the cup. But we scored twice against ourselves today. We were not outplayed the way we were these past two games. They're not three points through four games bad. And I understand. Look, I I believe in Lasada ball. I think it will get good. I think there is some compromise that's maybe not getting made. You could Benny ball a little of these games and maybe get a point and maybe not score on yourself twice. I don't think champions compromise. Uh, I, I can tell I, you right now we're not going to be champions this season. No, but maybe next season or the season after. I don't think champions compromise. I think you come in with a champion mindset. You Ooh. don't come in and you say, oh, it's fine that we got a point away. Like, it's okay. My, no, that's not Lasada's But plan. my problem is we're not really playing Lasada ball right now. We are. We did today more so. I don't think we did today. I absolutely think we played better today than we did the I, I past think the last three, three games better have not is been different the first game. Playing what the style he wants to play. You're I don't right, think we're he, seeing the style he wants to play. I don't think we can expect to see the style that he wants to play this early, though. That's what we're saying. That's the point. <laughs> right, we're we're not seeing the style, so we might as well. So let's play. get a, let's earn a point or two. Yeah, but would you rather learn a point or two, and then it takes longer to learn the style because he's adjusting to the players, or would you rather it take? You just said maybe that a couple he's already already adjusting to the players. We're not playing Losada ball. No, you guys just said he's not adjusting to the players. That's the whole point is he's not playing the players who aren't meeting his bar. You just said that. Well, no, I, it I, is going to take this team, especially the players that are out because we have so many injuries, it's going to take them a long time to learn this style. 
whether I'm they're good at it that. today or they're good at it later. But that's the I'm argument. fine with that too. You're so not... let's let's win today. No, but playing you can't the style win today. we can play. No, but and that's then what let's he's learn when everybody's for. healthy. No, but that's what he's trying I don't for. They're playing. What do you think he's doing then? I don't know what he's, he's doing. He's just right shipping now. games. No, he's saying this is we, the style that I want to play. He is shipping games. He's absolutely shipping games right now. No, he's saying this is the style that I want to play. And potentially these are not the players who can get there. And I, John, I think you were the one. I think Jason Anderson asked a question, and he said, "Thank you for asking me about the game and not the injuries." Right? Is that what you saw on Twitter? Yes, I don't uh, that was that was part of the press conference today. Yeah. Okay, which we will have at the end of the podcast. So anyone who's right. listening live, we really appreciate it. Obviously, we were at the game. It took us a minute to get yeah. back to the house. Um, so if you listen to the podcast, which we'll post right after the post game press conference, will be fit in right at the end and we're anxious to listen along too but also I have noticed from Lasada that he's super tired of asking answering questions about expectations he is done talking about it he wants to talk about the football that's happening and he's not does he well who is it Felipe does he because this team has conceded seven and scored two in the last two games how many did we score against ourselves, though? You can't that's really plan worse for worse to me. Like, I, I, I don't Okay, th- but that's not Lasada's plan, obviously. That's like Breon not being good uh, enough it, to play. Do you think Breon is playing real. if Burnbaum is good, is healthy and um, Donovan Pines is healthy? I think, I think Breon was Absolutely destined not. to be a starter on this team this year. I think it was I, I think the drafting Burnbaum, of the Shields Pines, secured that. and Heinikes. Heinz Ike. And, and potentially that's where we want to go. But, I mean, Breon's been one of our best defenders the past couple of years. I think it's his job he to lose. He scored twice against us today. Sam, I, I understand you're making that point, but who are you going to put on for him right now? No, you can't. So he, right he now. He has to start. He has to start until three people come back from injury. Correct. And that's – look, it's a nightmare. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't envy Lasada, and that should be addressed. Look, okay. again, we support his style. We're bought in on the system. But it doesn't sound like you are. What bad, is your solution then? Maybe a, I'm asking the wrong question. What is your solution? I, I, I maybe play a little bit more defensive and and don't. So press you learn high a little bit wingers. of a defensive play, and then when everyone's healthy, you learn a completely different type of play midway through the season. Right. I mean, it's not. It's not like play ca- soccer their whole life. It's not going to be that. It, it's not like the starters the are even learning the system right now. They're out injured. They're not training. You right don't now. think that they're learning and watching tape? Uh, Steve Burmaster sitting at his bodies. house in Northwest right now. He's not learning. Okay. What anything. he's posting on Instagram is not what he's doing for his job that's ridiculous he's not in training he is though he's you don't think he's with the team and watching he's not getting game minutes that's for sure uh, obviously he's in and so at what point does he get game minutes halfway through the season or like you have that to, has nothing to do with the style of play though that has to do with his physical body injury so, uh, I every say, player has a physical body body injury now i would say we're off the rails but i don't even think we're near the rails at this point <laughs> like the train is is in flames i, I we're I, so far from so today we, we don't have show notes and you can absolutely I, I, no, I, I think it's a, a reasonable conversation no it is uh, the injury list and where this team is going right now like uh, how many what losses? Do you, what do you expect to be happening right now? How many losses in a row until you say ask, something needs to change? What do you expect to ha- be happening? I, I right can now? answer that, and that's I, what I tried to Doing say the best yesterday. You can. Let I, I think right now we need to lower the fitness bar a little bit, and we need to have a couple more players available. You can play the same system. You can play Lasada ball. Why is that different than what Chad Ashton was doing, though? Why bring even Chad bring Ashton in was successful at the end of the season last <laughs> year. Okay, right? so why I'm bring okay in Lasada? Because Lasada's long-term vision is where we need to go, and I've, so I've how said do you that get all there? along. So how do you get there? You get there by implementing the system. But I'm all I'm asking for is to lower the fitness bar a little bit so that we can have. So why a not full just keep it low so everyone can play all the time? Because that's you're not going to get there. I'm saying 
the players that are healthy today under most coaches' systems should be available and should get minutes because they're better than I a mean, lot of the players we saw today. I mean, most coaches don't win MLS Cup, right? And if yeah, that's our goal. I mean, Sam, you're not really saying a whole lot right now. You're just saying you're just countering everything I say with asking me why not to do it. What do you want to see us do, and when will we be good at it? I want to see us all calm the heck down because it's been four games. How many how many losses in a row do you have to take until you change something? It's the beginning of the season. How many losses? You, maybe you're okay with, our... with losing every game this season? No, you just put words in my mouth. But 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 so so at one point you have to compromise. You have to say. We, we can't play like this anymore. We have to be defensive or, or we have to let Paul Areola play for 60 minutes and then sub him off. Like at some point you, you, you get five subs. I think that Lasada was hired for a reason. And I think that he is here to implement a vision that DC United has for the future. And if that's not happening totally currently, I'm okay with that because if we are going to not be good this season, and then be an MLS Cup contention for the next four seasons. I'd Everyone would sign that line, but that's a hypothetical. What we're no, doing, but, what's but that, real but that's is, what we're working for right now. But what's real, that's a hypothetical. What, what's we're working real for the hypothetical. three losses in the so, last three So games. is that what you're arguing, is that we shouldn't be working for the hypothetical of the long-term vision. We should be working for wins right now, is what you're saying right now. I, I think it's I a balance. It's a balance. You can't do both. Sure you can. Yes, you can. You absolutely can do both. We, we were... We, we absolutely could have taken a point in New England. Should have taken a point in New England. And we should have taken a point today. We scored ourselves uh, twice, okay, as you pointed out. Obviously, obviously Lasada's play is not to score twice on ourselves, right? That has nothing to do with Lasada sure. ball. That has to do with Brian putting and, the ball in the back of the net. And as I said today, I thought the team, the side we had available, played pretty well. They did. I think if you had, if you gave Ola Kamara more than garbage time minutes and you allowed a couple of the other players that are healthy the chance to play instead of calling them injured still, we probably would have at least drawn if not come out on top. I, I'm about to call you Assad injured. Not the way he's playing and contributing to the team. Yeah, I'd rather have someone actually hurt out there than Yamil <laughs> at this point. I think that's a bad take. I think that that's also not – New Why is that a bad take? Why? I, 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 terrible I, th- I think he did fine today. He was uh, his goals added the worst zero. player on the field, other than Fred scoring right, you twice. You guys talk about the game. Uh, <laughs> we can disagree with you. Like, yeah. come on now. The, uh, Yamil Assad has not added anything to this team this year. I think he's back in the doghouse. By the way, I, I think the go- doghouse is about to be a dog hotel. Like, there's going to be multiple rooms. <laughs> the doghouse just is out of here. Like. I, I think, yeah, maybe – so maybe those players aren't fit. The the 12 or whatever that we have on, on the list are, are incapable of playing any kind of minutes. But that seems absurd to me. I think any of them call, could think. do anything. Not a call, but a couple of folks in the chat. It, and I, I, did you get it up? It, was, it took me a minute, but I did get the <laughs> okay. chat up. Um, we had a couple of folks saying Yamil was awful, which I obviously I agree with. One of the questions here, though, is I wonder if Yamil is one of the guys struggling with fitness. His passing has really been off, which raises a really important point to me because if that's true, why the F is he playing then right. when everybody else is not fit enough and yet somehow Yamil gets out there? I, I, that, that's a that's an important point. You guys talked about – oh, man. You guys – I have a con- problem constant theme thing. on this show is that Gressel gets trashed because I love Gressel, and these guys know it. And so, we didn't say that and, and so, like, the contrib- – and my argument back is that the contributing cast is bad. Yamil Saad – it's also a former Atlanta player that looked good with Atlanta. And he even looked good with with Lucho good with United round and, one. and Wayne, right? Yeah. He looked really good with them. Is that is that a thing with this team? Did we sign a bunch of supporting cast players thinking that they were good because they had numbers? And then they came here and they're bad. I mean, you could say that about Ola. You could say that about 
Assad. You could say that about Russell. Maybe even Flores, like in Liga Meki. Like those guys were overachievers at their other clubs. I, I definitely think we've signed a lot of supporting cast players. I'm waiting for us to sign some stars. Oh man, let's go. Let's transition. Zelayan. It was a pleasure to watch him play. I, I wanted to beat Columbus. I don't like Columbus. I don't like the state of Ohio. <laughs> I'm sitting in it right now. <laughs> he says this while we're there. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the difference between Zellerion and Flores has to be talked about. They're, they're both players okay. from Liga MK. Seven millions for Zellerion, five million for Flores. Which one would – no one at this table. No well, one listening. On. The, I looked at you, right? As soon as he stepped up and scored that, I said, that's the difference between our number 10 and their number 10. And, and, and like 20 Flores minutes later, we kick, saw it, yeah. and Flores put it to Cincinnati. Like, it just oh, – man, I, I'm, I'm out of runway for Flores. I don't know what he needs to be successful. And if I don't know it as a podcaster, I, I, I'm not convinced the coaching staff knows it either because we've tried a number of different systems with him, and, and it just – now, I will say today was particularly tough for him. He was – at one point, I think he was up top as a lone striker, and then it seemed like they were trying to do two – it was it was a little bit hard to kind of see what was going on. He had some good touches today. He had some. He, he he's a good dribbler. I'll yeah, and it's oh man, you can tell he's got talent. I just I don't know how to unlock it, it and it, it's frustrating because he costs so much money. <laughs> it, it's not in the back of the net, right? And yeah, we talked about this last game, or maybe it was a new game. Like if he wasn't carrying that five million dollar price tag, like would we be so hard? I think he's been better than Yamil. But we signed Yamil on a free, so like, there's, but he's, they're both taking spots in the eleven. Well, I'm I'm glad you said that because I I actually think that's probably why I give Gressel the extra shtick is the, because he also costs a lot of money. He, he costs and a chunk of game, yeah. He did, and and I think that you know, if you look at if you look at DC United where all players equal, yeah, Gressel probably is one of the better ones. But I don't do that because they all cost different amounts of money and they all have different expectations based on their experience and their history. And I think that's why I'm struggling with Gressel personally because we saw a couple times I looked at him like, that's a great ball in. He can do it. And there are some bad balls in too. And there are some bad balls in too. And and there's other times where, you know, it just – we've talked about this before. He's not a guy that can carry the team. And we're learning that. He didn't have to do it in Atlanta. I don't know that he had to do it at Providence. He Somebody has to do it here. It might not have to be him. Somebody's got to do it, and I don't know who that person is. And, and, and look, I'll I'll give some back to Sam because we we kind of you know like told her that she needs a compromise. But maybe that is what Lasada brings this season is that he te- takes the team of supporting cast and makes the team the star. Right, that's the thing that can happen. It happened with Colorado in 2017. They were second place in the supporter shield. There, were, you can't name someone off the squad. Jermaine Jones, but he was like old. Uh, that could happen, DC, and Lasada <laughs> could bring it, right? I think I think that we are ha- experiencing PTSD this from is, last season. This is the growing pains. I think that if if we were mid table, decent in playoff last season, and then we signed a new coach because we wanted to be the next level, and it was taking a little bit more time, that everybody in the DC United community would be more willing to give Lasada that time but because we won like a game last season the fact that we've only won one in four this season is making everyone really frustrated I think that everyone just wants to see three points on the board and I fully understand that but I am a little bit more willing to wait because I understand that if the system you're right it's very hypothetical that the system he wants to implement works but if it does I think we will be back to like DC United of old, rocking and rolling, 
absolutely contending for everything in MLS, and I'm I'm willing to wait for that. It's the dream. Yeah, and, and I, it's a, that's an important. But I point see it. To make. There's the light at the end of the tunnel now. There wasn't before, right? But now I, I there's the light right. at the end of the tunnel, and I get that we're still in the tunnel, and everyone's being everyone's really frustrated that we're still in the tunnel, but we're closer to the end than we've ever been. Well, and and I think you and and Michael both said it after the home opener, and probably the worst thing that could have happened to this team was winning that home opener, and the hype train just took off, <laughs> you know. And and I think we also haven't been at home since. Well, and I was just gonna I was gonna go there too. I mean, I think. It's. I, I want to at least make my stance very clear. I am still bought in on on what Lasada was brought here to do. I think if if there's any rumblings anywhere about making a change oh. at at, all, at any point this season, <laughs> we need to talk because you, cause you, you need have a doctor. To give him time. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to James Graham. But you, that is absolutely not what I am saying, and I and I don't believe you're saying that, Joshua. And we know you're not saying that, Sam. We, we all need to buy in, and we are bought in. I, the only point I was trying to make is I think we could probably get a few more points along the way. But, yes, it's going to take time. And and as I was reminded by our friends on, on the Filibuster podcast yesterday, too, um, Lasada hasn't had a chance to even make a signing of his own yet. And neither has Lucy Rushton, who just came in and is going to make a big difference for this team as well. So there are still a lot of things going in the right direction. I, I, I do not want to get us on that path at all. I, I, I do, felt like that's where no, we were I, going. I, and I, I no. think we can we can this season different than last season. I can say that I think we're on the right path, while also potentially underperforming at the moment. I think you can say both. That's fair. Yeah, yeah that's fair. I, and, and that's where I was going with like the, the Losada could turn this into the team as a star, but he could also turn this into a supporting cast and then find the guy right. Find the Zellerion. Find the guy. Find the Zellerion. Right, because that's what they did for Columbus. They have Jossie Zardes and what Nagby. Those are good players in MLS, but like, dude, they got Bradley Wright Phillips subbing off. Like, they, they got <laughs> they got a lot of talent on that team. Well, the, yeah. That that's because they won the cup, and now people are seeking trophies. But yeah, uh, there was a I, giant trophy. At that you could you could also say you could also say the same thing for DC United if they make one signing. If they could get a number ten, like a good, we've Zellerin. been lacking that for like fifteen years. And I think if they find it. So suddenly the supporting cast has something to play yeah. to and, and it becomes dangerous for other teams. I'm interested to see if Ola Kamar has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder coming back. I mean, I don't, I don't think he would look at last season and been like, yeah, I did okay. Like I would suspect as a professional athlete who's had some great seasons in the past, he wasn't thrilled either with his, his season last year. And I'm interested to see how he does coming back over the next couple of games and Sam, you mentioned it. You know, we've we've now played four games this season. Three were on the road. None of those road games were easy. New England's a pretty good team. Columbus won MLS Cup, and San Jose's a bajillion miles away. <laughs> we now have three consecutive home games coming up, which is awesome. It's huge in this league. And if you wanted to, if if there's a chance to give a player who's on the cusp of fitness, wherever we all disagree that that level is, not having to get on a plane for X number of hours is a great way to help artificially kind of lower that bar and maybe some of these guys get a chance over these next couple yeah. games i i think that this game more than the last two you saw the plays that the players were trying to run you saw the passes that they were trying to implement and the final pass wasn't there or players were taking one more touch than they should have before mm -hmm. switching the ball or making that pass through and that is frustrating again as joshua I don't remember if you said that on the pod or it was in the game, but you pointed out like our vantage point. We all spend too much time above. together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but up above you could see the tactics a lot yeah. easier than pr- yeah. from the half line right obviously or from the end line obviously that's the preferred and the supportive section but you could you could see the tactics a lot more and you could see that it was just one pass off or just one touch off and that to me is building right last yeah. game it was super late. We were all really sad, but it was frustrating because you didn't see the progression. It felt like we had regressed a little bit from the first game, but this game was the first game. I think you, you saw us take a little bit of a step forward and we were just not there. And I think that yeah. is momentum going forward in which when I said at the beginning of the pod, that was why I was saying, do we look at this as a three, one game, which it actually was, or do we look at this as a one, one, if you take away the own goals I understand that you can't take away the own goals those are absolutely unacceptable they cannot continue to happen it's but been a lot of them this season yeah absolutely and it's ridiculous and I'm super mad about it <laughs> but objectively if you take away those mistakes as a team I think we were playing better this game than we did in the past two games against San Jose and New England we're live here on Tried and True, the DC United postgame podcast presented by Heineken. You've heard our take. You've heard it aggressively, <laughs> assertively, <laughs> loudly. And I, I think we're coming to a consensus. But we want to hear your take. And you can join the show, as always, by hitting us up in the chat. We've got a lot of folks jumping in there. And, and I want to read a comment in a second, just so you all know the chat is not biased. I will read the person <laughs> who disagrees with me in just a second. But you can also join the show it by texting me. us or by calling us at 540 986 Four eight three three. That's five four zero nine United. That's a new number this year. So if you're like, that's not the number I've called before. It's not. We got. A new I don't number. know if anyone saved our number except maybe Dave Johnson. Hey, look, if I, you had to have one. Yeah, I mean, look, we get one call in prison. Come on, call. In prison. <laughs> um, so someone on YouTube, J Rag, uh, said with fourteen players out and a brand new coach, four games into the season. I would say we are not underperforming or even close to it. Um, J Rag, my man. <laughs> Thank no, you. No, I appreciate the take. I. I, I look. I disagree slightly. I think. If, oh man, you take. I, I think we should have had at least one point more. I, I think out that's of what this in New England. I think that's okay, so one point. I, you're I, gonna like disrupt the well, entire no, no, no. Lasada era. I, I think what me and John's but frustration is that one we were in every single game. Yes, that we were in the New England own goal. It keeps us from having oh a my, point, and it comes oh, off the bar after yes. that. And then San Jose. If you look at the stats, they were super lucky to this score four. Fred, Fred got system, beat by a 17 year old phenom. Yeah, ridiculous. Hats off. It's good. Him, honestly, yeah. No, this entire system is not about not conceding goals, though. It's not about defensively preventing goals from being scored. It's just about scoring more than you get scored upon. And that's just not there yet, which we just touched upon. But that, that's the point, right? Lasada never said that we were always going to win one nothing. He said we were going to win 5-4. And that is yeah. a big difference in what you're promising the fans. And it takes more time to get to the scoring than it takes to get to the defending. And we have a lot of talent not available yeah. right now. Exactly. I, I think that's huge. I, I, I can complain about it, but it's also a reality. We, also, we I mean, can we just like touch on it? We talked about this off air a lot yesterday on the drive up to Columbus, but half of the 14-ish now, it feels like, players are long-term injuries or reoccurring injuries, right? I, I, I think that people are starting to get frustrated with Lasada's system, and they're starting to say – his bar is too high. He's pushing the players too much. He's injuring the players. But I think you should m- at me when you say that. Just so John said yesterday <laughs> I will at not twelve be thirty. <laughs> <laughs> but most of our injuries 
are from last season or their longer term things. I don't things. know that we agreed that most were from last season. At I least think half. We agreed that, at least yes, half. It's, it's, it's approximately or, half and, right and, and some of the newer ones are longer term things that were re-aggravated. We also agreed upon. I'll give you that too. So we cannot blame Lasada for having a high bar in that, right? That's just people coming back in. No, and I don't... also don't think at Joshua L. Morgan <laughs> that we can say that the players who are injured are just chilling at home right now. I'm super sure. <laughs> that was a hell of a shout. That I they was, are looking, take back I'm that. super sure that they are looking at. Lasada said, I appreciate the players who haven't missed training. And to me, that means a lot. Lasada, he said it in his pregame for this game. Think, I don't think that anybody who I thinks that they're the playing for DC United next year at Burnbaum because he's played here his entire career, and Apparently, I'm sure that he's trying to stay here. I'm sure that they are looking at clips. I'm sure that they are talking to him, and they're learning the thing. It's not your fault if you're injured and you can't physically be on the field, but I'm sure that they're learning the system because Lasada knows he can't just teach the 12 people who are healthy now, and then when the rest of them come back, he's just going to be like, okay, I, now I don't where know, I man. start Apparently, to a lot of them were taking, taking days off because they were not ready for Lasada ball. They're, they're still not. You don't know that he's adding burn bomb in that, though. I, I, I'm just saying. Steven, I believe There's a you. lot of players that <laughs> I believe in burn bombs, too. But look, yeah, I love them. Been, been around oh forever. Yeah. But look, man, some some players are showing up right now. And, and Lasada said after this game, he said before the game, I appreciate players that have not missed sessions. And after the game, he said, I appreciate the guys that have shown well in these games with all the injuries. So I think that goes back to what John said in that we he Lasada's not been able to sign anyone yet. Yeah, Lucy's not been able to sign anyone. This he is not Lasada's team. Excuse me. This is the Olsen era team that Lasada is molding to his. So let's maybe wait for the summer window. Let's maybe may, wait until the wind, the winter window and into next season. Let's see the type of guys that, that he wants to bring that, in. Let's see the, the season, type of guys Sam. he's trying to ship out. How is it fair, though? I don't think it's fair across the entire world to bring in any type of coach and say, do what you want to do with these players so, who might not buy in. So I'll, I'll bite on that. I think the difference, particularly, I mean, the three of us are pretty big English soccer fans too, right? The difference here is that the expectation of any club any season should be to make the playoffs. No one should go into the season and be like, eh, we're probably not going to make the playoffs this year. Most teams make the playoffs. I don't think that's so realistic. I don't buy in on the fact that, like, Lasada's like, eh, we're probably not going to make Same, the playoffs you, this year. You, I'm not okay with that. You thought we I'm would okay make the playoffs with, last year. We were 15 minutes away from making the playoffs right. last year. So, and I don't so think what's you can the make difference now? What's the difference now? Why can't this team, this same team, make the playoffs with in a better theory, coach? I'm not, theory, saying they can't. Coach. I'm not saying they can't. But you're I'm, okay if we don't now. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say I'm okay if we don't. I'm saying that Lasada is setting the expectation that we don't. So I think that we can give him a little more, more time. As we get towards the end of the season, if we're still not winning games, then yes, I will be very critical of it. But at the beginning of the season, he didn't say that we were going to be coming out and winning points right now. He's saying that it's going to take a lot of time, potentially an entire season. So I'm willing to give him at least a half a season because you don't need the first half of the season to be good in MLS. So I'm saying give you the time you to do that. You need the first half of the season to be decent in MLS, and we're not – You know. don't, though. Are you kidding me? I, I just said Seattle, uh, when they're when they're decent and then they make the playoffs, they're they're at the playoff line. We at you this can pace, also be LAFC and own the whole season and then flare out in the playoffs, but, right? Like, which do you prefer? We're neither of those right now. Right now, either. we're losing all the games. <laughs> You're right. All the games is three games. We're talking about four games right now, not 15. 
Yeah. Like, I think you guys are overreacting right. and, to and, the position that we're in right now. And Neil from uh, from YouTube agrees with you, Sam. Give us out of time. I don't think we need to make the playoffs to call this season a success. Neil I, and Jay, <laughs> whoever from yeah, before. Well, well Jay Rag just said the same thing. The season does not require playoffs to be considered successful. I, guys, I... I appreciate you. I, I look. Lasada, I agree. No with matter you. what happens this season, I'm bringing Lasada back next year. If we I mean, don't make playoffs, I won't be happy. I'm just. I'm saying, not saying I'll be happy either. I'm just saying the playoffs not make not not being the expectation was what Olsen had for ten years, and you know, look at what that guy. I'm saying that you can't look at the first four games and expect anything. Do not talk bad about the Open Cup. I will place you on the air. I'm just saying, <laughs> at, at some point expectation needs to be absolutely i'm saying if you listen to anyone in mls they say that you can't take a lot from the first four games you can't take a lot from the first season you have to kind of watch the beginning part of the season and then you see what teams are trying to do and we're trying to do a completely different thing so i think that timeline is extended a little bit for dc united we're not bringing a coach back and trying to work one signing into the play and saying what can they do for this team and how can they be different right mls is that bleep crazy and everything happens in this league and you have to give it time to work itself out. I'm just saying that there's no guarantee that it will work out. How long? Absolutely. How, you're 100% right, but I don't think we need to be. How many seasons? If, if you're talking seasons. How, I'm not. Ta- I'm talking this season. Let's, let's see what happens by the end of this season. What's, because what's that success is what, for you? Because that that's what Hernan Lasada said. What, what's success for you there? Personally, I, like, I, I expect to make playoffs right I think that's the standard in MLS I think that when you listen to the head coach who's the one who's doing the actual job that we're talking about right now he has said success is implementing the system and we've already seen moments of implementing the system I think that in four games it's unrealistic across the entire world any team any league you want to talk about a new coach comes in they're not going to be able to do it in four games the complete shift in that we're talking about with DC United. We're talking about Benny ball bunkering, playing like breakaway, send a ball over the top and hope someone gets a shot on goal to Lasada high press. Everyone's forward. We're creating a bunch of chances. That is a completely different way of playing. And in the first four games for you to say that it's unacceptable, that that's not coming off, I think is a little bit absurd. I don't, know that we said that you guys are really mad at him right now I, i'm I not really mad at him really mad at him I, at I just, all i i would like to see some flexibility some sort of why flex champions are inflexible we're not Sam, cha- we're not gonna win anything we're not, <laughs> we're champions. not gonna be champions we don't have to worry about that when do you want to be a champion though Cham- I, look i want him to be quote-unquote flexible in terms of allowing our best players to play a chunk of minutes so, when so they're like not the, at 100% because the players that we saw today I don't think at 100% so. I don't think are so. not as good as some of the players. I don't think that so. Are, I think this is you your standard. You don't have to agree with me. I'm telling you that's it. my position. I'm saying that Hernan's position, which is the one that matters, is that if you're well, not at this level, well, then you're not playing. But Hernan doesn't get to define success. Er, either. Er, he <laughs> actively does. That's his job. Well, no, he didn't not. because he did not succeed today. And, and that's that's what's bo- bothering me. Is so, that? But why does how today many, matter in the grand scheme of things? Well, well it's matters. not just today. It's last week and the week before. And then we got lucky to be the week before that. So well, like, we got unlucky today. So it's unfair for you to say that those were just two lucky goals like, and not say that these were just Sam two is unwilling to let a thought season. be finished on today's show. Okay. I think I'm we sorry, have right. to we have to consider that. Look, it, it is a possibility that Hernan Lozada will not be successful at DC United. Absolutely. And so, I, at some point, we we have to hold him accountable to that. Absolutely. I think three losses in a row is bad in MLS, regardless of bad anything. in any league. I, I I think 
you should be looking to make some sort of change tactically or personnel-wise after three losses in a row. And I look forward to seeing what he does after that. Yeah, I'm with you. And I think I'm fine with keeping the system. I've always Josh been fine with not. keeping the system. I, I'm all about the system. I you love. You said we needed to change it. We need to change need something to change right now. Something. I told you what that is. You guys, at least Sam, you don't agree with me in lowering the fitness bar. So are you? That's changing the system, though. That it's is not. fundamentally changing it's not. the system. Yes, because his system demands that high of fitness. But, but no you, one is that fitness. Well, I haven't seen the system be successful yet. Okay. So we're not doing it anyway. So let's lower the bar and no, get our better players No, but we're getting there. there. That's the point is his system <laughs> fundamentally demands that level of fitness. So if you're saying that we're lowering that fitness, you're saying that we're fundamentally changing the way that he wants to play. And I don't think that he's willing to do that, and I'm fine with it. Well, the reality is we're stuck with it because we don't get to coach the team. <laughs> I think it will be successful at some point, but I next hope few so. weeks, yeah, I hope so too. The next couple weeks could be ugly though, and, and I, that's that's what I fear. Um, let's look ahead to DC United's next games because we do have three home games in a row, uh, which we're all going to, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to be back at Audi Field because it does make a difference playing at home. And these teams that we're going to see, at least the first two teams, are not as good as the teams we've been playing lately. We have Chicago this week. Uh, that's Thursday night at home, followed up quickly on Sunday by Orlando City at home. And then we wait a week and we see Philly. And Philly, oh, man, that's probably not going to be a fun game. We'll see. How but I think there's points go. available. I think there's a lot to be said for being at home and having that atmosphere and not having to travel. And that's like a month away from right now, right? It's three weeks away. So well, I think a lot can happen in that time. Those, those three games are in two weeks. So both those, all those games will be done in eight days. And so DC United's depleted bench will be pretty – the. Oh, sorry. Eight, day, eight days for the Orlando. Eight days for the first two games. First two games. And don't, but I was talking about the third one against Philly. Yeah, yeah. So, like, well, 15 a, days. Yeah. 15 days. Uh, so, 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 a little over two weeks, three games, and, and a, a stretch DC United bench. Like, uh, really, guys, you should start running now. You might get an okay, emergency but, call up. Okay, for think, think ahead until October, though, right? Because then there's the international break, and then we have a lot of time for people to really rest and for them to be back in come back and start to be implemented in the system and I guess to start learn it more than you can when you're injured because that's not an acceptable standard so in October if we don't do well in this stretch but we come out after the international break and we're doing better do we think that Lasada Ball is a failure I mean again I don't think Lasada Ball is a failure today I, I no I don't look Again, I do not think Lasada Ball is a failure. I don't think Lasada is failing right now. But how long? That? How long into the season? How long did the uh, was the former Atlanta coach that now coaches the Netherlands? Like, how long was he given? A year and a half, right? How long can you fail? I mean, Ben had 10 years. Are we staying? Are we going to do that to ourselves again? But I think that when you have a coach that says, this is where the team was and this is where I expect them to be, and that might take a year. Why are we unwilling to give that to him? Because we're Americans and we need the instant gratification? No, I, I, I think a, a coach that's not from this league coming in, that's, that's a tough job. I think that has so, to be factored so, into it too. Absolutely. But if, you give him, if, you, if he says, this is the bar, I'm giving it a year. If in a year that we're not playing to where we can be MLS Cup contenders, I think that that's when we can start. That's next season. Okay. So, so man, that's about a year and a half leash, right? So you're going to give him a year and a half and, and we'll see. But... I hope it doesn't get to that point. I hope we figure it out. 
I I'm just also saying hope it's, so. it's on my radar now. now. The team is not performing the way I would like it to perform. And I understand the injuries. I, I think Ben probably could have gotten a result out of these last three games. Wow. I, I think oh, 100%. I, yeah, I think we, so. we've got at least another point, if not two. And, and look, that's wow. a hot take. And, and you can now, at the, now what I want to say to that, though, apparently is on tried and true. No, I, not that. I, I At the end of the season, Ben probably has fewer points than what Hernan might have. But at this point right now, I think Ben has more points. So what's than best? Because you guys apparently just want to get the points right now, and it doesn't matter. As I've said a few times today, I want to do both. I want to win now, and I want to win later. You cannot do both, though, you apparently. Can. You absolutely can. You can lower the fitness bar, and you cannot make every player be at peak 100% so you're not starting the Loudon team in games that you could be winning. That's my problem. Okay. It's tough. It, 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 he's in an impossible spot, as you yes. said, Joshua. But all apparently I, all, not, though, because you're demanding more of him. So it's not impossible. You just want something different. No, but I think I think that's what I tried to say earlier. But I think we've seen enough that they deserve something from these last three games. Yes. Right? And so, like, they're just, like, that far off. And, and that's but what I'd kills you, right? I'd rather be that far. This is, like, the difference in the EPL, though, between being that far off and playing for ties and playing for wins. Because Leeds United has, like, less wins, but they are further in the table. Right? Like, if, if we're that far off and we're getting the losses now, but we're going to get the wins in the long term, I'd rather that than getting the points now and just getting one point down the road. Statistically, it's better to go for wins than draws. It's statistically better to learn the system and figure it out. I don't know that that's true, but I- okay, it's tough, guys. It, it's really tough. You don't want to ever want to see your team in a three-game losing streak. Uh, I don't think. It's- Sorry, go ahead. I, I, no, that's what's that's what's happening, You're right? right? And that is tough. And, and we can make exceptions for it. I feel like. I've been making exceptions for the past 10 years and that's what's tough. And you mentioned that a little bit, Sam, like if maybe we finish a little bit differently, but that's not, that's not when a new coach comes in. Right. And it's really terrible that a new coach comes in after a decade of like stagnant finishes in the table. No, basically no playoff wins. And then we have an injury crisis like we're having right now. And, and and then you lose three straight and that's not good. I want something to change for DC United because I, I think DC United deserve more than they're getting right now. I think the team deserves more than they're getting right now. And that's frustrating, right? I think we can't judge or not by Ben Olsen's flaws. I think we don't know what Ernan's flaws are right now. And, and we're going to learn those. Well, I think we know one of them. Uh, he's pushing the players hard. I, I don't think that's a that might, I don't think that that's might a be a flaw. flaw. I don't think that's a long term flaw. I, th- I don't think we can say it consistently now. I think that I if for the past ten years we've been getting one or two rounds into playoffs and then fizzling out, and we were, and we are where we are with Ernan right now. You all are less critical, and the the a lot of the DC United fan base is less critical. We're I not. think you have to look at it as a clean slate and you have to give him a shot to figure it out because he also is trying to implement a system that's very different just in MLS. He's trying to do something in MLS. You need a couple good DPs, right? You just need players to build around. And we talked about that. We talked about, are we just signing a supporting cast and are they not good enough? I think in MLS, that's potentially not good enough historically, but is Ernan trying to implement a system that will all get them there and then the entire team can push forward as a unit and be good enough in this league and we're going to figure it out or he's not going to figure it out 
but four games in, it's too early to tell. Yeah. As I've said before, I think we're underperforming now. I think we're still on on course to be successful throughout the Lasada era. I, I think you can have both. I'm worried. I want to be better than just Chicago and Cincy. And right now we're not. And that's tough. And look, the bench is – the injury list is long, but not deep in talent. And that's what worries me. So let me ask this. What what do you guys do next week? We got a Thursday game. There's not a whole lot of time to recover. Who do you start? I think oh, that that depends. I, when Lasada was asked in the preseason or in the pregame presser who is good, he said anyone could be good. It's going to take a couple of days. We take it day by day. So Right. So me- who do you start? So I think it, it depends on who's back. If you could we change don't know. anything, to the, I mean, uh, hopefully more. Obviously, injury. you bring everyone back and you start the well, starting no, we, lineup, we, we right? We know what but, players are actually injured, and we know what players are being held out because they're not fit. So, but maybe they get fit in I, this week. Maybe it was the travel. I, I maybe it's if they don't travel. I, I want to see Paul Ariel back in the team. If he thinks he's ready, and, and I know Sam, you're right. Every player thinks they're ready all the time. But he said, if if this was Olsen, he would have me in the games. Basically, if this was Olsen, we would be two points further ahead than we are right now. Okay, and then not in the playoffs for ten years. Or well, we were in the, the playoffs right playoffs now. We're not for ten years. But uh, okay, Olsen in apparently according to DC United. Uh, oh man, tried and true. Look, I'm not saying Olsen in. I'm just saying. Look, uh, coaches are judged by where they're at in the table, and right now DC United are not high in the table. Okay. It's fair for me to criticize them there. That's that's okay. fine. And, 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 we'll I acknowledge. Come on now. Uh, I might have to turn that mic off. Anyways, I, look, I'll I, answer my own question Paul, if you guys are on Paul, Paul needs to start. Yes. Or at least get a cameo. 45 minutes. Even when, when Lucho was first to the team, he wasn't match fit. Ben Olsen said so. Ben Olsen said that about every player that came in. And then he slowly introduced them into games. It was 15, 20, 20. And I thought I saw that from Osada in the beginning with Roberta and Kamarni. They were getting you know the, the, the garbage time, as John referred to it. Uh, but we didn't, uh, and I think that's a that's a product of the injuries we've seen. That you can't give the guys that you want to get minutes. You have to start them instead, or you have to like completely scrap that idea and, and play the guys that you know can play ninety minutes. I would like to see more. I would love to see everyone back, obviously, but I would like to see the guys that are capable of getting some minutes, some game time, because they're better than the guys we play on the field right now. I I, I have no doubts about that. Heinz Ike, drain that black eye. Let's get you back on the pitch. Yeah, he's got to play. I mean, I don't know how that happened. That sucks that that happened. He's starting on Thursday. Um, I, I would, I would bring him back. I would bring, um, I would bring Ariola back for sure. Uh, I would start Ola, and I would probably give him the full ninety if he can go it, or at least close to it, because. I'm wondering if a 10% Ola Kamara isn't worse than the other options. 10% point. Ola Kamara scores 20 goals or two goals at least, right? So <laughs> if 100% Ola Kamara scores 20 goals, like I predicted last season and was terribly wrong, uh, 10% Ola Kamara scores two goals. He's got one tonight. Yeah. And so we've seen a little bit of the quality off the bench, right? And I agree that it's not crazy to ask for a little bit more of that. Yeah, and and I don't know I don't know what happened with Joe. I'll be interested to hear the press conference myself and hear if if Lasada sounds like he probably didn't, but if he gave any indication as to what that injury is, how long he'll be out for, that's a tough one. 
Um, I'm, I'm willing to live with Perez there again if he plays like he did tonight. But again, that that's not his ideal position. No, I don't know what's going on with COA. It's been a long time since we've seen or heard from him. At some point, he's got to get back out there. Um, and and at this point, I'm starting to wonder like what's what's the skinny with Bill Hamid? We gonna see him again this season? Like, how long does it take him to recover? Hernia surgery should should be like four to six weeks. And I think we're at the end of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been been pretty emotional on his Instagram live. I don't want to read too much into social media, but yeah, Bill Bill always wears his heart on his sleeve. I'd I'd love to see him on the field though. Sam, would you make any of those changes or would you roll with the lineup we had tonight? I am not saying that at all. I'm saying that I would love to see who's available. And I would not push anyone to be available before they are. Because as you all pointed out, Lasada has a very high bar for fitness. And if he pushes players in before they're ready, that just opens them up to injury. So if he is trying to prevent injuries by holding players before they're ready for what he's demanding of them, I think that that's fair. Yeah, and I would argue he's not batting close to 1,000 in preventing injuries at the rate of going. I'm arguing he doesn't need to be right now. Not that he should be injuring players, but... I think that if he is taking it slower with some players to get them game ready to prevent longer-term injuries down the road, I'm okay with it. But clearly you all are not. Let's award a man of the match for tonight. It was uh, a good showing by the team tonight. I think we all at least agreed (laughs) on that. What we saw tonight from the players that were available was a pretty good showing. So who do we have as as man of the match? I'll go first, and and I'll preface yes. The last three games were losses, and I've kind of beat DC United down with that. But they didn't look terrible in all three losses. I think this was the first Moses Nyman start I've ever seen in person. I, I thought I he was, was really good. Lasada said he's his favorite player, maybe. I think that was a quote from the press conference. Uh, I think he was my favorite player. He doesn't do everything right, and no one on this team is doing everything right. Uh, but I'm committed to a 17-year-old that looks to play the part amongst the field. He, he was the best player for DC United tonight for me. Talk about your Nagby comparison. I, I, I saw – look, he went in the midfield. With DC United, they're, 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 right now there's only two midfielders. Uh, I think Lasada changed it up during this game a little bit. But we had a 17-, 18-year-old go against Darlington Nagby, who's won multiple MLS Cups with multiple teams. Uh, clearly, he's not the sporting class. He's a, he's a lead character in, in MLS. And – Moses went head to head with him, and I thought he won some battles, which says a lot ab- about his skills, about his mindset, about his tactical knowledge. I'm all in on Moses Hyman. Go ahead. Yeah, I think for me, I mean, I, I gave Perez a shout earlier, but I have to agree with you, Joshua. I thought Nyman was impressive tonight. I, I thought he had more of a presence than Moreno did out there. Um, I, I think, and, and when Felipe came in, I wasn't terribly impressed with what we saw out of Felipe either in that role. I, I think Nyman had a presence out there and, and yeah I mean it's it's tough for me to look at him and say he doesn't belong out there and you have to wonder longer term for this team if, if Nyman is the starter uh, and if I don't know if that means he's unseating Moreno or if he's unseating Canals who also curiously is unavailable after a second COVID shot a week ago um, but yeah I, I don't know I was impressed with with Nyman as well you can't see it behind the, the microphone, but Sam has a wry smile as we both pick man of the matches based on like future implica- implications. No, I, I I just wonder why you even brought up Felipe when talking about Moses Nyman. Well, he, he came on for him, yeah? He came on for Andy Nahar, no? Um, he 
didn't come on for Nahara, I think. Okay. So what? But they, but they play they in theory in the system we want to implement they play a similar role. So I think I had the question because Felipe came in and played right back and right or the right yeah. center in the three center. They backs. did not today. Yes. Yeah. So that that was why I made that face. And yeah. honestly, he only played a half of my man of the match is Andy Nahar. I think he played phenomenally. Yeah, he played I well. was shocked when he. Or I guess he played little more than a half. I was shocked when Felipe came on for him in that right back yeah. three because I thought he was playing really well. Um, I guess we just. I, I don't know. I'd be interested to hear if somebody I had asked Lasada that. I wish that we had been I able could see, to do the press I conference. could see that being like a man. Like you want at least one tall, big center back in there. And Nahar did a like you said. I think he deserves credit for tonight. He did a great job filling in. He's he's a he's a wing wing back typically. He filled in at center back. Did really good. I don't know if we want to put him as the center defender for DC United. He wasn't the center defender. He was one of right, the but three. but if you sub off like instead of subbing off Nahars, you sub on Briant or sub off Briant. I would maybe sub off an, a midfielder for Felipe because that's where he plays. We didn't we didn't have the depth to do what we wanted to off the bench. So yeah, and and, and the the first you know look if we weren't living under this cloud of fitness, I'm gonna call it. I would have assumed Nahar came off due to a minutes limitation. Due yeah. to fitness. I don't know if that's what happened because I'm working under the assumption that in order to play, you have to be 90 minutes fit under Lasada. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Nahar's a good child, though. I think I uh, thought he played well. I think it was uh, maybe an honorable mention. Ola came on and scored a goal. Yeah, that, that's that's not easy to do, and that's a credit to him. I I, I don't think he's going to hit 20 goals this this year. Uh, I don't know. Well, that, that might guarantee that he hits 20. <laughs> uh, maybe. And I don't know if he's a striker for DCNA going forward, but that, that deserves credit. Yeah. Um, I think it was a right place, right time kind of thing. And to be honest, good. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else seemed to be We've in the had right a place lot, at the right time. A lot so of hey. wrong place, wrong times yeah. <laughs> recently. Yeah, I think Moses was a good shout. I think that – this string of three home games and then immediately after the international break is when we'll, we, we will really be able to judge Lasada on what he thinks about his fitness and what he thinks about where these players are. Because again, it could just be, I don't want you to travel because I'm relying on you for midweek, or I don't want you to travel because you are 12 days away and I'm waiting for that because I'd rather save you and have you be a higher percentage ready for that than be a lower percentage ready here and potentially get set back a little bit. The fun part about this digital medium is that either way, you're going to be able to dunk on us if we're wrong, or we're going to be able to dunk on you if you're wrong. You're going to dunk on me anyway. So. <laughs> no, no, Sam, you'll we'll at least try. You'll call your shot. Uh, I hope DCI Despite wins. Sam's height, she is admittedly good at rejecting some dunks. <laughs> we'll give her that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, th- I think these next three games are going to be super interesting. I, I am equally, got a point. I'm equally upset that we lost the last three. I think that more so this game than the past two, we can take a little bit away from it. And we're just going to have to see because we're still very, very early days in. Let's, me and John probably need to end on a, like a Lasada, like... We, we believe it in sounds you. like you guys are so down on him. So, yes, let me like throw Sam, you Sam, I've got him hired for the next two years. <laughs> no matter what contract. he does, he can That's say. That's not you. That's no, his contract. I'm, I'm telling you, I would not even consider firing this no, guy no, no, no. until the end of next season. Unless why? Something why? Goes Let's talk about why. Because, because we I'm, believe in the process. in the system. Yeah, are we, you? 
But but we I, no because you think that the I bar can, needs to be dropped. Uh, no, so that's not buying uh, out the system. Our, our assertion is that maybe there's a some slight tweaks that you can make to maximize the amount of points you could get now, while still doing the, the dream that that you're presenting to us that Lasada has presented to us as a high pressing team that scores goals and, and doesn't concede more than that than they can score. And everyone wants that. Well, and to me. That's the system. I am willing to separate insane fitness bars from playing that system. No, but that system is... I'm not saying you don't have to be fit to play that system, but when I look at, like, Benny's system, we all know what Benny Ball is, right? Like, I don't, we never talked about I never fitness see it again. in Benny Ball, right? <laughs> and I don't want to see it again either. <laughs> but I, all I'm saying is I think that's the right system. And, look, if, if you look back at shows last summer when we were in a terrible place as a team and a podcast and everything. <laughs> Please don't. don't all do we that wanted was don't a system, back. right? And all I wanted was a system. We have a system. I'm fine. I don't give a shit what the system is. Play the system. All I'm saying right now is I think we could be better at the system if we allowed a few more players who I think are healthy to play. But in theory... doesn't matter what you And probably think. in practice. <laughs> well, but hold on. That's not a fair take to have, right? Because... It doesn't matter what I think either. Right. Well, but that, that's why we do the show, right? Of course it doesn't matter what we think. But You're right. I'm sorry. That was harsh. That's that. That's what we do, right? We don't get paid to do the show or to coach the team, but we do have opinions, and we express them. I, I, We all hope DC United win every game, win all the trophies, right? And, hell, if they did, we wouldn't have much to talk about, right? Because we wouldn't be able to second-guess yeah, like, anybody. Guys, this would be a weird be show. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm right sorry. Now, no, it's that was okay. harsh. It's, it's I, I good. I'm just saying, like, I, I think the point is, if we're talking about on a game-by-game basis, I think there were some things we could have done better that would not necessarily take our eyes off the prize, which is implementing this system and, and bringing DC United back to the glory days. That's I, the point I've been trying to make over the last couple okay. of days. I think the system is go for wins. And if we forfeit three potential points within these past three games for ties, I don't, think, I don't think anyone was going for wins against New England. <laughs> well, but I thought you said San that's Jose the system. Though, right? and the system Columbus. goes for scoring more than you're you right. But when you're at the very beginning of the season, at the very beginning of a coaching tenure, when you are playing someone who is consistently okay, rated in MLS in Bruce Arena, and then you're flying in your only West Coast game, and then you're coming against Columbus, who won the MLS Cup last year. I don't think of those three games, anyone realistically expected three points to happen. So I think if you are saying, can you get one point in each of these three games, or can you hold a couple players back and get them to a higher level and then get all three points down the road... That's when Joshua gives me a rice smile during a point, it's always going to go Every well. single time. I, I, I just think, I think we're all on the same. I, I we think are. We all, I think we're I, a lot closer. I think me think. and John are, are, are struggling with maybe Lasada's growing pains into this league, right? And, and Sam, you just highlighted that with Bruce Arena and Caleb Porter. They know how to do it in this league. And, and, and what I think me and John are basically saying is that a coach with a little bit more MLS experience probably could have gotten a couple points out of this game. And, and you're right, Sam. Who cares about those points? If in the long term, Lasada is a relevation and he finds oh, out. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll never, we'll never look back at these games and talk about him again. If if we're even if we're above the red line at the end of the season, other than Sam dunking on us, which she should totally do later this season <laughs> if that's where we are, it, no one's going to talk about this. But we're here now, right? So we are talking about it. Um, 
I'm going to be completely candid with all y'all. I got to pee really bad. So we're going to wrap the show up here pretty quickly. I want to look at a couple things before we do that. Our friends at Loud United have their home opener on Tuesday uh, against. Uh, I'm just keeping it 100 over here. Uh, we're, dude. We're just drinking all day. <laughs> loud loud played home hours. to the Red Bulls two on Tuesday night. We should we should maybe talk about going to that. We'll deal with that later. Uh, the Spirit are also opening on the 16th, and yep. I'm doing some quick math here. That's this week, right? Next weekend, I think, against uh, Orlando, and that's in Florida. So that kicks off their I'd say eight days, I think. Yeah, quick math on the air. Yeah, I, I, I fell into Drunk that trap earlier. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that kicks off the official season. Yes, yeah. actually Challenge counts. Challenge Cup. Yes. yes, Challenge Cup is trash because we didn't win it. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb competition, whatever. Uh, and our friends at Across the Pond had a party today. Hopefully some folks went out. Yeah. I know they've got uh, some cool cocktails that they're doing for DC United games, and it's been tough for some of the games that are like late in the day, but with restrictions loosening a little bit and, and hours going later, um, hopefully you guys have a chance to check out Across the Pond at some point this season and use the promo code podcast because, hell, at this point, I want to know if it works. So someone <laughs> Also of note, I, I know you can get your vaccination at Audi Field coming up pretty yeah. soon, and you get to like kick a ball into a net. I don't know if that's on the field or not, but if you haven't got your vaccine, please look into that and get vaccinated so we can return to normal. I wonder if that's a tryout to be on the first team. I mean, they need depth right now. Guys, I mean, seriously. <laughs> we saw that, right? It's like a five-day contract you can sign them to, just a hardship waiver type thing. All right, everyone get vaccinated if you can. Wear your masks regardless of where it is, but it'd be super cool to do it at Audi Field. I agree. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Spicy show, but I think we're headed in the right direction. We all can at least agree on that. Yep. Thanks for spending your Saturday afternoon. I can't believe this game was midday with us. <laughs> um, we're going to do road trips again soon. We'll let you know where we're going uh, in the meantime. Please join us. Yeah. Yeah, we'd love to hang out with you. But hit us up on the social channels in the meantime, because why not? It's been tried and true. <laughs> the DC United Post Game Podcast presented by Heineken. Stephen Goff with the Washington Post. Go ahead. Hernan, thanks for your time. Um, obviously, you're, you're still missing a lot of players, but you know, how much do you attribute the uh, issues with the team right now to that and how much do you attribute it just to the coordination and abilities of, of the players on the field? About the injuries, uh, I'm not going to talk. Uh, I mean, you have other ways to, to find out what's happened with the injuries. I'm not going to spend my time on that. But I think it, this, the second question it has an obvious answer, and that's uh, imp that's almost impossible to to create coordination or automatics or or uh, a step forward in in our way of play if if you are missing so so many guys. Uh, and still, with the guys we are playing, I have to say that uh, Mo Moses Neyman is our best player. Uh, incredibly happy with his performance. I have to say, Kimani makes his first uh, MLS game as a starter. Uh, someone who come from the Super Draft and, and never played in MLS before. Um, Ola Kamara scored his first goal of the season, um, coming as a substitution. Uh, Eddie, Eddie Flores, more in a free role, gives his first assist. 
and start to to feel better and better. So I still see positive things in after bad result, but of course, as a collective, there are other guys that need to put the level up to improve a lot more. Uh, guys that since last year we are expecting to to play in a higher level and still have a way a long way to go to reach the the, the best uh, soccer. And on the other hand, like you say, uh, I think when, when you are with three substitutions on the bench, uh, everything has been said. But still, I'm very happy with some guys, the way they are playing. And they all will get their opportunities and they, every player needs to know that um, uh, the guys who are fit and are getting the opportunities now, well, uh, they are also playing for, for their spot in the team. They are also playing for their futures. And the moment we we have more guys and more numbers, uh, it will be a lot more uh, competitivity. Uh, and I won't be allowed to give those minutes to all the players. So it's also up to them to, to stand up and try to do the best out of this difficult situation. Uh, Andy Najar plays uh, as a starter, did a very good 60 minutes. Uh, so as you see, those were players where probably nobody was counting at the start of the season. Uh, Tony Alfaro came uh, as a trial and is a player who played uh, four out of four, uh, four starters uh, out of four games. So <laughs> those are the results we have right now. And, and I'm very pleased with the way those players are helping us, knowing that they came to be number 12, number 13, and not really as a starter players, but they, they stand up and they are doing a good job. And on the other hand, is our third on goal today uh, out of four games. Um, you play against the champions and still a very pragmatic uh, Columbus crew who really knows what to do, who has key players, game changers, uh, that needs only one free kick to, to open the score. And that's probably the biggest difference between us and, and the rest of the teams right now. Jason Anderson with a black and red United. You can go ahead. Uh, hi, Arnon. Uh, you mentioned uh, Flores had a, uh, you changed his role. Uh, perhaps you said it was more of a free role. It looked like you had him higher and Assad underneath. Maybe you flipped that triangle up front. Um, what was what was behind that? What were you looking for out of uh, the attack in, in general and Flores in particular? Well, I think what you saw the whole game, that uh, we had an overload on the midfield, was constantly four against two, with Jamil, Junior, Mo and, and Eddie against the two defensive midfielders of, of, of Columbus uh, on our ball circulation, our possession, and even on the final third, uh, yeah, we, we, we had a lot of opportunities to create a lot more than what we actually create. Um, and the game was in many phases uh, under control. But of course, every team has qualities. Every team has key players, game changers. And at this moment, those players are making the difference for the opponents and, and not for us. But on, on the system, the formation, the game plan... I have, I don't have any regrets. I have to say, and and I'm glad you start asking more questions about football uh, because that's why I'm here, 
to answer all your questions about football, about system, about what is, what is our game plan, and, and a lot less about all the other things that happen off the field. Jose Umana, you can go next. Hey, Coach. Uh, speaking about the shape, um, what are your thoughts and concerns about the defense? Like you mentioned earlier, that's their third own goal. Are there any concerns that you have about the back line and things you want to work on for the next match? Yes, of course, I'm concerned um, because we concede stupid goals. And when you play against an opponent like Columbus, you, you can't make mistakes like the ones we, we make. Sometimes it's about communication. Sometimes it's about position. Uh, but once again, how can I complain about guys who, who came uh, during preseason actually to to help us as an extra wheel and not as, as real starters. And they are doing this from game game one and they are doing it uh, in between the possibilities uh, better than what we expected. So um, this is what we have right now uh, and we need to go forward and we need to stay positive and together knowing that uh, we have four more games before the break. And the break will help us to... To, to have those automatics that maybe Stephen was uh, uh, was talking on, on his first question. And on the meantime, trying to do the best what we have, what we can with what we have. We have enough time for two more questions. Nick Negrini, you can go ahead. Professor Hernan, ¿qué tal? ¿Cómo está? Buenas tardes, Nick Negrini, Pulso Sports. Profesor, eh, tres derrotas consecutivas. Eh, de repente por ahí empieza ya la manera de ver cuál va a ser la manera cómo superar esta, este interpase y sobre la posición de, de, de Edison Flores, en realidad lo hemos visto en diferentes eh, partes del juego, en los últimos eh, juegos que tuvo con DC United ¿cuál va a ser la clave para poder sobrellevar esta situación? Gracias profesor No, no entendí muy bien la pregunta pero voy a contestarte con lo que entendí, de, de Eddie él está jugando en su mejor posición, cerca del arco rival, con libertad, con el menor compromiso posible a la hora de defender, para que pueda tener energía cuando recuperamos la pelota. Creo que desde ese punto de vista, eh, mejor no, no lo podemos ubicar en el campo. No sé cuál era la otra pregunta que tenías, repetimos. Profesor, ¿cuál va a ser la llave? ¿Cuál, ve, cuál va a ser el, el, el punto para poder superar este, este mal momento del equipo? ¿Cómo hacerle llegar a los jugadores? Paciencia. Paciencia y seguir trabajando como lo estamos haciendo. Eh, eh, leí ahí por ahí que había gente quejándose de, de la forma de entrenar y este equipo entrena 70, 80 minutos por día. No entrena nunca doble turno, no entrena nunca eh, una hora y media, dos horas por día. Eh, es simplemente una consecuencia de, de muchos otros factores que están jugando un rol importante en este momento. Y no me cabe la menor duda de que hay que seguir eh, de esta manera, de estar confiados. Eh, sabemos que los partidos de visitantes son siempre difíciles, eh, pero para serte sincero, aún así con... Las posibilidades y las opciones con las que contamos en este momento, no vi ningún rival superándonos a nosotros 
ampliamente. El resultado muestra otra cosa, pero durante el juego no veo ningún equipo que diga este equipo nos pasó por arriba. Y en el mientras vos estás jugando contra equipos que están completos, que son el último campeón en este caso, o tienen todos sus jugadores disponibles. Así que no me quiero imaginar todo el progreso que podemos llegar a, a conseguir desde el momento en que recuperemos algunos jugadores importantes. No hace falta que te empiece a mencionar los nombres, pero eh, esos, esos key players que todos los equipos tienen y ahora están haciendo la diferencia, nosotros en este momento los extrañamos y no los tenemos. All right, and then Alonso Contreras, you can ask the last question. Thank you so much. Coach, how are you? Coach, um, Fine. Tough are you? Good, good, coach. Uh, tough loss. Uh, the last two games, uh, you have more shots than your opponent. You know, I mean, you scored twice and they scored a total of seven goals. What is missing since you are creating more chances now? There's any, something that uh, you probably need to work on more. What is going on? Thank you. To score more chances, to have more chances. Uh, I, I think it, it's a mix. It's a mix of things. Uh, It's a mix of uh, individual form. It's a mix of uh, decisions in the final third. But also it's, it's, it's about quality sometimes, to be honest, because we are coming a lot of times in good spots where you could expect create a, a lot more uh, danger and nothing is coming out of it. So I don't know how much was the possession today, but again, a team, a game where you have a lot of possession, and you don't create uh, enough opportunities. But when you see with what kind of players you are playing right now, and Kamara was able only, only to play 15 minutes, uh, Kimane did his debut and, and did it very well, satisfied with, with his performance. Uh, Adrian Perez plays for the first time ever in his career as, as a wingback. Um, from the offensive players, I expect a lot more, a lot more. And so there are no excuses about danger or scoring chances. Um, but once again, today you score a goal. In my eyes, you had a lot more moments uh, to at least finish up with a, with a shot on goal or with, with a lot more danger that actually it's, it's, it's happening. Okay. Thanks, Hernan. No more questions? No more questions. Okay. No more questions. Okay. Thank, thanks, Hernan. Bye. Gracias. We'll have Fred Briant in a second. Stephen Goff, you can ask the first question for Fred. Hey, Fred. Thanks for your time. Uh, what Your team scored late in the game to cut the deficit to 2-1. to one. What happened on the last goal uh, between maybe the communication between you and Chris? Yeah, yeah you're right. Misunderstanding. Yeah. It's bad because at uh, this time, uh, I think we have um, the possibility to, to come back. So, yeah, it was very hard. Jason Anderson, you can ask the second question. Uh, hi, Fred. Uh, thanks for speaking with us. Um, you mentioned in a previous game, I think the New England game, that uh, just the little details were what was separating you from them on that night. This to me at least, felt very similar. Um, were there just the small details again, or was it something bigger uh, for the team against Columbus today? No, you're right. It's about uh, details. And, uh, yeah, we concede uh, 
you know, they scored the, the free kick. We have the same free kick. We didn't score the free kick. So it's about details, you know. Uh, I think if we uh, kick the ball before the, the free kick, you know, we, we didn't concede this free kick. It's just a few details. Of course, now we are, we are lucky with uh, the injury we have, uh, with the own goal. Um, and it's hard to, to build uh, the cohesion, you know, the, the chemistry with the team, with this kind of injury. We just lost uh, Joseph before the game. So it's a details, but also we are a little bit unlucky. But uh, the good thing is that we show a few good things and uh, we have to, to stay positive for, for the future. We have two uh, games who's coming uh, very soon uh, this week. So we have to stay positive. Jose Umana, you can go next. Hey, uh, Frederick. I hope you're doing Hi. well. Um, I just, you guys were back four last year. You were trying to come in this year with back three with all these injuries. You know, you talked about chemistry. Yep. How has that been, uh, you know, even if it's a new formation, how has that chemistry been going along in the offseason and how much has it been hampered due to these injuries? Like I said, it's not easy because when you change the uh, all the time the player around you, it's, it's not very easy. But uh, we are professional and we have to figure it out, you know. And uh, like I said, we have to to stay positive and for sure we need to uh, to build better chemistry. We hope that uh, the injury player will come back uh, very soon because we need everybody, you know. Especially we need few players on the bench. <laughs> so yeah, like like you say, like I said. It's hard. it's hard to build the chemistry, but uh, we don't have a choice. So we have to figure it out and uh, do our best. All right, we have time for one more question. Alonzo Contreras, and go ahead. Thank you. Uh, I would like to ask you, I mean, it's a tough loss. I would like to ask you, when you see the two own goals, you know, kind of lack of uh, concentration, but at the same time, it kind of like... Uh, bring you positive, like if you guys put all the details together, you can, with, I mean, with the injury, you, you can achieve great results? I think so, yeah. I think so. We have good teams. We have good players. Uh, and to be honest, I'm very frustrated because we work hard every single week and uh, we don't get the reward. So I think we have to stay positive. Like I said, we have two games who's coming very soon now. Um, yeah. Just stay positive. Uh, it's coming for sure. It's coming. We're going to get the reward because we work very hard, very, very hard. And uh, it can be like that all the time. No, it's not, it's not, it's not possible. The, the things will change for sure. I'm very positive about the future. Great. Thanks, Freddie. Thanks, Fred. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everyone.